When someone thinks about a career in the construction industry, whether it be a carpenter, an engineer, or a construction manager, they probably think about the technical requirements needed to do that job. What people don't often consider are the intangible qualities that help you not only do the job, but excel in a long-term career. Today's guest, Rebecca Jones, calls those intangible qualities the five levels of commitment. Rebecca is founder and chair of SafeWorks CM and has 31 years of experience providing CM services with a focus on just that, service. She is also a past chair of CMAA's board of directors. Throughout her career, Rebecca has always been curious about human behavior in general and in business in particular. So she's here to talk with us today about how you can use the five levels of commitment to approach both business and life in general. Welcome, Rebecca. Thanks, Carly. It's my pleasure to be here. So can you start and break it down for us? What are the five levels of commitment? Well, I'd like to start off by saying this is really leadership, emotional intelligence for yourself to be open to access your present and future. In other words, five levels of commitment are how you can be the hero of your own story. What they consist of, first of all, is self-awareness. Who are you? How do you make decisions? How do you prefer to live your life? How do you take in information? Are you extroverted? Are you introverted? How that affects you. The second level of commitment is what changes are you willing to make in your life? What do you want to be known for? What's your signature? The third level of commitment is intense focus, setting your objectives, taking action to achieve a desired outcome and be prepared for changes in the road too. Level four is making the commitment. Are you ready? I liken it sometimes to a house. When you buy a house, sometimes it leads a little remodeling. So apply that to yourself. Do you need any remodeling? Maybe a new bathroom? New kitchen? But you're not going to tear down the house. That would be bad. The final level of commitment is your character. And this is the most intangible. The way I explain it is be your signature. Be the person that you say you are and celebrate that in your life. Those are the five levels. So you founded and ran SafeWork for over 30 years, and now you're the chair of the board. How did you find that those five levels of commitment got you to where you are today? Well, I, I started off by saying it's kind of like buying a house. So 30 years ago, when I was a wee child, I started a company. I have no technical background. I'm not an engineer. I'm not an architect. I'm not a construction manager. I'm a businesswoman. I saw an opportunity. Now, did I plan all of this? Was this my goal in life? Was this what I wanted to do? Absolutely not. This was my third career. But funny enough, these five levels of commitment started to bubble up. So I built the house of safe work. And as I looked at it, as I went through the years, I learned a whole lot about myself. I learned that I was willing to change, but that change is hard. As I'm fond of saying, nobody likes change except a wet baby. I had intense focus, but I was pulled in a bunch of different directions. I made the commitment to service of the clients and service of the employees, and that I was my commitment, my commitment to the industry, my commitment to my business. That's how I got to about three years ago. Then three years ago, I realized that my house needed some remodeling, a little more self-aware, 
I had taken the company as far as I could, but I needed to add on a room or two. And so at that point in time, I thought, who am I now? What do I want to be known for? Where am I going? What are my objectives? It all changes as you go through your life. And at that point, I made a decision to look for additions to the company. And I was very fortunate to find an executive team led by a smart businessman who had tremendous experience in our industry. And they were willing to come on and help me take the company to the next level. All of a sudden, this huge remodeling was going on in my house. And I realized that I still had a lot to learn about me. And a lot, I had to decide whether I was willing to change, even though I said I was. I had to make a real effort to focus on the present and the future. I needed to work as part of a team to set objectives and move the company forward. And I needed to make that commitment to do what it was I said I wanted to do and to be who it was I said I wanted to be. And I would like to be able to say, oh, and it was so easy and it was all great, but it wasn't. It's been hard. It's been challenging. It's been fun. Where I am today is the fact that I've remodeled my house. I've gone back to the five levels of commitment. I've thought intensely about them and I've implemented them in my life. It's a real change to go from being he who knows everything in company and makes every decision to working as part of an executive team and really stepping back, a big step back from the operations of the company and essentially turning it over to those who could do it much better than I could in order to get our company where we want it. I am a true entrepreneur. I don't play well with others and I run with scissors. So this was a real change. It took a real tremendous amount of focus for me to do it. I'm still working on it. And it's hard, but I think it's also what's necessary in business, especially in our business of construction management, to keep all kinds of people, our diverse culture now, focused on where they want to go and who they want to be and not let anything stop them. Including running with scissors. We don't want anyone out there listening to run with scissors. Just Do not run with scissors. It's bad. And we had a conversation with Paul Foster and Ann Cotter not in season one, and they were talking about owning their own business and starting it and the heartaches of it. So uh, I'm sure you can relate to a lot of that as well. Yeah. And the good news is you make a lot of mistakes. And the bad news is you make a lot of mistakes. The whole point of it is what do you learn through all of that? And like I said, change. Life is nothing but change. And I like that you said it's sort of an ongoing, evolving process. It's not just a one and done and you revisit it as you go through your career. And you mentioned about its impact on construction management. Can you elaborate on that a little bit and tell us why you think the concept is so important in the CM industry? I'll go back to the one of the foundations of the company, which is service. I talked initially about this is how you can be the hero of your own story. If you can put this into practice for yourself, um, you find out that in the construction management industry, what is needed and wanted is service. So service to your client, whether you're a sub to a prime or you're a prime to an owner, it's all about service. And when you put these five commitments 
into place for you, you find that it's very easy to find out what that client wants. Also, what your employees need to perform at their optimum. If you can imbue this culture, it becomes very clear, at least it has to me, and I can only speak for myself, it has to me become very clear what is needed in the industry, what is wanted in the industry, and how we can be successful as construction managers to provide our services, and also how owners can be successful in getting the services that they want. This is a way of clearing out all the clutter and going directly to what do we need and what do we want in order to get this job done in addition to the technicalities of the job. So is this the way your company is run? Is this the way you've had success with SafeWork and implementing this framework into your life in the business? I would say yes. Initially, it was a bit nebulous. It wasn't, okay, here's my list of five commitments. Now let me check them off in true engineering fashion. As Carly said, this has been an evolutionary process. But when I read this in an article, and I'll make that article website available, it resonated with me. It resonated with our executive team and our new CEO. He's not that new anymore, but our new CEO. And this is actually the way we run. We run with a commitment to self-awareness, a commitment to being willing to change as hard as that may be. And Change can mean adding people. Change can also mean moving people around and sometimes realizing that it's best if they move along, meaning outside of the company, that there's better opportunities for them elsewhere. We do have a willingness to change. Uh, there are very spirited discussions about what that is, as you can imagine, but it's done with self-awareness and the willingness and the commitment. Do we have intense focus on setting objectives? Yes from the lowest to the highest, from each project to the leadership team. Yes, that is our focus every day, as well as making the commitment. Our commitment started in 1992. I guess we're 31 years now. 1992 of service to our clients. And that has been unwavering. And to be the person who you want to be, that, that changes over time as well. How can you be the hero of your own story now? For me, I'm the hero of my own story, but I'm not the CEO and president of Safeport Inc. anymore. So how has that changed? What have I done? Where am I going? And I think those are questions that you can ask as you go through your life and you go through your profession. And finally, celebrate. We get so involved in doing the tasks and making the numbers and it's a very numbers-driven business. And we forget the, um, how shall I call it? There's a yin and a yang to this. There's a male and a female. And I'm not talking men and women at all. I'm talking about a balance. So we can make the commitment to the numbers and to the service and to who we are. And then we need to celebrate it. In other words, good job. Even if you run with scissors and don't play well with others. Good job. Let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsor, the Construction Manager Certification Institute. Today's ANSI accredited certified construction manager brings professionalism to the project and provides leadership by unifying architects, general contractors, engineers, and facility managers to successfully complete the project. 
the CCM is familiar with the latest techniques and technologies of construction, from prefabrication to building information modeling. He or she thoroughly understands sustainable design and construction, how projects are financed, and how risks can be minimized and effectively shared. The certified construction manager is a communicator, a facilitator, a problem solver, a professional leader. Certified construction managers have the proven knowledge and experience to deliver all these values for every project. Make the CCM part of your strategy for success. For more information on the Certified Construction Manager, please visit cmcertification.org. So we know this industry doesn't have a lot of necessarily creative thinkers. They like the scripts and they like to follow those checklists. Can you tell me when you finally realized that you were following these commitments, whether you liked it or not, or knew it or not, and then how are you expanding to teach that to others on how they can follow something similar to find that script? You know, it wasn't until about six months ago that I read this article and I went, oh, wow. I didn't know it when I was in the middle of it. In the 90s, at the beginning of the business, it was all about finding business. Oh, it was, what are you willing to do? Who are you willing to talk to? Who are you willing to team with? What kind of job is it? Who do I have to hire? It was all focused on making the business a success. After I read this article, I realized that I actually had been doing the majority of this. But where I had fallen short was I got stuck in a rut of continuing to do it. That's when three years ago I thought, the house is old and needs to be remodeled. The foundation is strong, but the bathroom needs updating. The kitchen needs updating. And then I read this. I thought that's exactly what I was doing. So it was intuitive on my part. It doesn't have to be intuitive. It can be a checklist that you refer to. You can do a check-in with yourself. You can do a check-in with clients. And that's what I want to have people walk away from this podcast with is this is not a recipe for success. So if you just do these five things, all will be well. But it is a recipe for making you the hero of your story and making your company the hero of its story and making your client the hero of their story. So how would you recommend that someone go about the process of implementing these five levels? And, you know, it may seem overwhelming. Where do you start? Like you said, everyone's resistant to change. I may steal the quote that you <laughs> said that nobody likes nobody change. Likes change, but a wet, but a wet baby. Yeah. So what's your advice as far as where to start? I would say the best place to start is to use the trendy terminology is do a self-assessment. Just take a half an hour, write down where you are today, think about where you'd like to be, and let's not go too far out into the future because, you know, there's another expression that says, when you plan, God laughs. So let's not get too above ourselves here. But look at your professional life. Are you where you want to be? What has caused you success in that position? What has possibly tripped you up or given you those tough life lessons? To do a little bit of a self-awareness. And there's plenty of stuff online. You can do a Myers-Briggs online. You can do a bunch of other personality tests that give you an insight to how you operate in life. I would say start there. And then really think about what needs to be remodeled. Anything? If nothing needs to be remodeled, good on you. That's great. Focus on your commitments. Focus on having that intense focus. And uh, be the person that you are. But know that life will change. That would be step one. I would say start there. 
it's important that you start with yourself. Look at yourself. Are you where you want to be? Are you the person that you want to be? And what steps do you need to do to change that? It seems like that self-reflection would be really beneficial. And just taking the time to do that self-reflection, we all get wrapped up in our day-to-day and all the tasks and our to-do list. So any recommendations on, you know, a specific amount of time to take to think about these sorts of things or how often to check in on the process? I would say, and let's keep it to the personal level first, I would say the first step is to take these five levels of commitment. Start with self-awareness. Spend a half an hour on self-awareness. Do you know who you are? That's a half an hour one day this week. Another half hour to look at yourself very openly and honestly and say, I think maybe some things need to change. Am I willing to do that? Knowing that change is hard. I mean, we've all seen that. When January 1st rolls around, everybody's got great New Year's resolutions, right? We're going to exercise more. We're going to eat right. And by now, where have those resolutions gone? So let's be specific about that. Those are probably the two easiest levels to do. The intense focus can be a bit more difficult because then you have to be brutally honest with yourself. What do you want? What do you want to be known for? How is that going to translate into objectives and actions? And the important thing always, I think, and I'll say this very personally, to always be aware of doors that are opening for you that you never thought would happen. Making sure that everything you do in the business, in the career you've selected, is getting you to your desired outcomes. From a business perspective, to have that same vigilance for your business, make sure that everything you do reflects who you are, reflects your desire to change for positive and has desired outcomes that can be measured, that probably will take you for yourself, I would say two to three hours if you want to do it thoroughly. For a company, it would depend who you involve, who's there. This could be a three-day long discussion as part of business planning, making the commitment. And that is specific times when things will happen. You make the commitment, you make the time commitment, you make the action commitment, and then you do it. That can take a while to plan and then to execute. For yourself, it could take an hour because you're just talking with yourself and maybe your own personal board of directors. And then the time to do the actionable items and to make the commitment to get them done. Finally, the ultimate, be who you say you are. Be the character that you want to be be the hero of your own story. And that involves a check-in as often as you want. Monthly, semi-annually, every 10 years. I don't know what it would be for people. I know for me, it's a daily occurrence. I check in. So I think you mentioned there the having your own personal board of directors. Can you talk a little bit more about that and how these five levels of commitment can show up in your personal life? Yes. There is a concept out there that everybody needs to have their own personal board of directors, meaning people that are close to them, that supply them with support, perhaps consultation, and maybe take an opposing tack if they're helping you make a decision. What happened for me is for the first 27 years, personally, I had a very, very small board of directors. 
They can be friends. It should not include your mother because she has a different view of you and maybe professionally and personally than you have of yourself because you're her darling child. But people that will give you truth and not sugarcoat it. I was very lucky to have a couple of people in my life that could do that for me. And it led to some very difficult decisions that I had to make. But they were the right decisions because they got me more self-awareness, showed me that I needed to have a willingness to change because I wasn't meeting my own personal objectives. And then I got to have the intense focus to make those changes within a time frame and then make the commitment and be who I said I was without delving into too much personal. These were tough life decisions that I had to make. Certainly they involved the company when it was there, but they were also personal life decisions. Some were easy decisions to make, some were very difficult to make, and that's life. But this is what has sustained me through that, that board of directors. Now my board of directors has changed. I'm very fortunate to have three people now who are brutally honest, who know me well, and who are there for support and understanding and a kick in the butt when I need it. But I think it's important that you have not only that for a company, but you have it personally. So I know you have a webinar series that you're going to put out with CMAA here coming out in the next month or so. So everyone should be on the lookout for that. But can you give us some information about where they can find more details on the, these five levels? This is an e-magazine called Restoration and Remediation. If you look that up on the search engine of your choice, it requires you to sign in. And I have found they have some really insightful articles and commentary by people in our industry and outside of our industry. Well, Rebecca, I want to congratulate you on all your success. And it's always a pleasure speaking with you. And thank you for joining the show today. I know you have a few more topics that you want to talk to the listeners about. And we're excited to see you and have you back on the show here soon. Coming up on the Construction Leaders Podcast, Stephen DeVito of ProCon Consulting and CMA's Technology Committee will be on to discuss benefits of new trending technology called 360 Reality Capture and the effect it's having on the construction management industry, site inspections, and the construction profession as a whole. Make sure you download or subscribe to the podcast and follow us on social media at CMAA underscore HQ. And don't forget to leave us a review with your thoughts of today's episode and let us know what you'd like to hear on an upcoming podcast. On behalf of CMAA, I'm Nick Soto with Carly Trout. Thank you for listening.